0: Queer Business Success, the podcast for LGBTQIA business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, coaches, caregivers, and the allies who love our community. We tell the stories of why our businesses were formed, who we serve, our challenges and successes, and we offer sound advice to our fellow queer entrepreneurs. Our hope is to inspire, enlighten, and highlight the services that our LGBTQIA businesses and allies offer. If we can do this, so can you. We believe that we need more LGBTQIA business owners, not only for our community, but for a better world. Here's our host, Anne-Marie Zanza.
1: Hey, this is Anne-Marie and welcome to another episode of Queer Business Success. I am so excited to welcome Mallory Kirsten to our show today. Mallory's pronouns are she, they, and she identifies as queer. Mallory, welcome to the show. I'm so
2: glad to be here. So tell us what you do. Yeah. So I'm a self-love and unstuck yourself coach, and I, I've i pivoted a lot in my okay. business uh, mm-hmm. until I could really get to this place of this is what I meant to do. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the big piece. And I tend to work with recovering people pleasers uh, on helping them reclaim their pleasure and start living lives for themselves again. Mm-hmm.
1: So focus on each area. You're an Unstuck Yourself coach and the other one was, excuse self-love. me, self-love. So is that one program or is that two programs?
2: I mean, a lot of the work that we do in Unstuck Yourself. So Unstuck Yourself is actually a, beautiful, amazing community of humans that my mentor created. Mm-hmm. And what she's done is she's taken a handful of us who have, you know, worked with her for a while, who are embodying the work of the group, and brought us on as coaches. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it is a lot about this self love piece, the self care, setting boundaries, managing your time in a way that is aligned with your priorities versus trying to cram more things into an already full schedule Mm -hmm. and conscious communication practices. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. to me, that all falls under self-love. That's yeah, absolutely.
1: I know because people take um I read so when people come on the show they fill out an application and Mallory filled out an application as well and she talked about self-love as yeah, it can be bubble baths and and you know long walks in the rain and all those things like that. I think those long walks in the rain was my words. <laughs> um, but tell me more about self-love. What does that mean? And and how can we practice it?
2: Yeah. So I don't want to sit here and say that it's not those things, that it's not bubble baths, and it's not those long walks in the rain. But is it really about those things? Mm -hmm. Or is it about the presence that you experience with yourself? When you are engaging in those things? Is it more about the presence and the pleasure of doing those things for yourself? I think too often we get really caught up in what it has to look like, or we get caught up in the do. I have to do these things for my self care.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And it's not an item to be checked off the list. Mm -hmm. If pleasure isn't part of the equation, why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is what I ask. Because pleasure itself is so healing. If you think about all those stress hormones, the cortisol, all of those things that get activated in our really, really busy lives. Pleasure is the antidote. It literally is the antidote because when we engage in pleasure, however that is, um, and I think that, I think sometimes we also have a limited view of what pleasure is, that we think it has to be orgasms, that we think it has to be genitals or it has this real sexual connotation. And again, not, not those things, but pleasure is about the release of endorphins, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, all of those things within us that naturally combat the stress hormones that are causing us to feel so ah, all the time.
1: <laughs> well, or off kilter, you yeah. know, or, or, or distracted. And and the feelings that like our anxiety, anxious feelings and things right. like that.
2: And just so, not in ourselves. So
1: the name of your second program is erotic blueprint, right?
2: Is that what it's called? Yes. It's the erotic blueprint. And yes. Tell us more about that, because
1: so now I'm trying to put all the pieces together because you're talking about pleasure and you're also defining pleasure outside what we normally when we talk about, you know, ironically, you know. Oftentimes when we talk about pleasure, we always just think of it in the sense of sexuality, you know, or sexual pleasure and stuff like that. But actually, pleasure can be so many more things besides that. And like for me, I think about food, and food can be very sensual. And I like there is nothing like a good meal to me. Like mm-hmm. I love it. So in your work with the erotic blueprint, does that fo- focus on pleasure and 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 it and talk about how that part of your program is about expanding the definition of pleasure.
2: Yeah. So the erotic blueprints, I mean, I think again, we hear the word erotic and we think sex. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, that, <laughs> I you know, when I read that, I was like, oh, she's probably does something with sex and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> and it's not that I don't.
1: Right. Um,
2: You know, and I do want to be clear that as of the time of this recording, I am still an erotic blueprint coach in training. Mm -hmm. Certification is literally right around the corner within the next Mm month. Um, I do do want to preface it with that. Um, But this is work that I've been doing um, for myself for about two years now. And it has completely revolutionized and changed my life, not just not just inside the bedroom. Mm -hmm. It it actually, so much of what has occurred has been not in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I back to the word erotic. Mm -hmm. Because again, we hear the word and we go, sex. Yeah, (laughs) we do. We do. But eroticism and erotic energy, orgasmic energy even, is, it's life force energy. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. is our life force that lives within us, right? Mm -hmm. It's that, it's that energy of pleasure is that energy of enjoyment and again can have to do with sex and can absolutely not have to do with sex Mm -hmm. and the erotic blueprints are um they were created by jaya and uh ian ferguson they Mm co-created this um they actually were featured on sex love and goop on netflix so Mm -hmm. there's actually two episodes that focus on the erotic blueprint work Mm -hmm. and Basically what Jaya was discovering in her years and years and years of somatic sexologist work stuff that she does um, was that there are actually multiple pathways to pleasure. Mm -hmm. And really when you start doing this work for yourself, there are as many pathways to pleasure as there are humans in the world. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she found that, you know, so she, essentially developed this framework of five erotic blueprints and they are Mm -hmm. energetic, sensual, sexual, kinky, and Mm -hmm. shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. And they all just have these very different aspects to pleasure to them and how they stack within an an individual person. There's enough variety per human. It's going to look different for every human. Mm -hmm. So it's not intended to be this thing where it's like, oh, I'm an energetic, so I am this, and this is what I enjoy. No, Mm -hmm. it's about expanding and seeing how it all interplays within yourself.
1: So all the first four you mentioned was like, you know, I like sort of have familiar familiarity with all of them. But the fifth one you mentioned was, it was after kinky.
2: That would be shapeshifter. So
1: I, you know, tell me what that means.
2: Okay, well, um, so the energetic, let's just start at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> so, let's just start. The energetic is, uh, ter- their turn-ons are spaciousness, anticipation, and tease. And, you know, for them, superpowers for them is that because they're so energetically in tune and energetically sensitive is they can actually orgasm without even being touched. <laughs> With them, <laughs> less is more. And, you know, touch that they tend to prefer is actually touch that's off the body. Like I can feel the heat of my hands apart from one another. Like I can feel that or this kind of more light tickly touch, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the downside or the shadow side and each one has um, each one has shadow characteristics as well. The shadow side to the energetic is that if they're approached too quickly, if it's too much too fast, they can actually experience shutdown. Mm-hmm. they can actually lose turn on. Mm-hmm. So that's the energetic, the sensual, um, is turned on by all of the senses. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones that, you know, they have a beautiful room set up. They maybe have a bunch of plants around them, whatever makes them, whatever engages all of their senses and makes it feel like they're in this beautiful, beautiful space. Um, Maybe they have some berry White in the background, that kind of
0: thing.
1: <laughs> I wish I could sing because all of a sudden I'll say, you'll never find. <laughs> Barry singing in my head right now. Yeah, you might have some
2: fruit on the night table, little <laughs> orange pieces or strawberries to engage that sense of taste, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, superpowers for them is that pleasure is an all body experience for them they can feel it all over them like a huge capacity for pleasure they can feel it all over their bodies the shadow for them is that this is the part of us that can get in our heads mm-hmm. am I taking too long do I smell okay um, oh my gosh we I just cleaned this room, and now
0: I see a <laughs> couple. <now ways. there's, laughs> and now
2: there's socks and underwear on the floor. Yeah, because yeah. I'm getting intimate with my partner, and yeah, we just mm-hmm. off all our clothes. Um, so that's the sensual, the sexual blueprint is what we tend to think of when we think about sex. It's genitals, it's orgasms, it's nudity, and that's actually their turn on. Like mm-hmm. they see a, mm-hmm. they see a naked human, and they go, "Oh, okay." Like, <laughs> <laughs> um the superpowers for this one is that they can go zero to 60 like it is spontaneous desire you know they don't need a lot of warm-up usually they don't need a lot of foreplay or stimulation
1: like, like, or anything yeah. it's like they're just boom.
2: ready to go they're <laughs> yeah. just ready to go um you know the shadow to this is that you know because they can be so goal-focused they can often lose out on all of the pleasure that's available to them all along the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is too, is that they can feel almost shame if orgasm doesn't happen. Like sex wasn't successful if orgasm wasn't achieved for both parties mm-hmm. or, or all parties. doesn't have to be mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. parties. Um, so that's the sexual Kinky, I don't want to freak anybody out with kinky. Um, I think when we say kinky, we automatically think dungeons, whips, chains, ropes, all of that stuff. And it could totally be those things. But kinky is all about what is taboo for you. Mm -hmm. I know so many people who take the erotic blueprint quiz and they're like, kinky, oh my gosh, I don't understand. I'm so embarrassed. I shouldn't be kinky. (laughs) Well, it's not even embarrassed. It's like, I don't understand this. -hmm. But I can't tell you how many of those same people test as kinky, who come to me and say, "I really don't understand this," and I say, "Well, was sex talked about in your household Mm -hmm. when you were growing up?" Mm -hmm. They go, "Oh no, we never ever." That's the taboo. Where Mm -hmm. sex itself is the taboo for you, Mm -hmm. and you know, and the other part of this too is that you know, if you've had sex in the missionary position every single time that you've engaged with your partner. Sex in a different position could be totally taboo. If you've mm-hmm. always had sex with the lights on, mm-hmm. the lights off. Yeah, you oh, put the lights really, on. That would be really so that's crazy. more, so it's
1: it, it would can be considered kinky for some people mm-hmm. to have the lights on when they've always had the lights off mm-hmm. in the past. So yeah. it's like kinky light. <laughs> Yeah, kinky
2: light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a, I love that. That's actually really, really interesting.
2: Yeah. All right. Last thing. Okay. Um. Let's talk superpowers and. Okay. Sure. Kinky, yeah. Thank kinky, you. Really. Really quickly, and then we can talk Shake shifter. So superpowers for uh kinky folks is they tend to have a lot more uh because there's a lot of edge pushing in kink. Um, they tend to put in the effort to have really, really conscious um, consent conversations and really Mm -hmm. detailed consent conversations so that everybody is feeling safe. And the thing about kink too, is that there's just like, there's a whole world in kink, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so there's endless creativity, endless possibilities. um, Absolutely. For kink shadow is that, um, you know, sometimes if you can get caught up in a fetish and this is the one path, so you can get kind of pigeonholed in one path to pleasure. Mm-hmm. With me. The other thing is that depending on the desire, they can experience a lot of shame. It mm-hmm. can really, really come up in this blueprint in particular. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the shadows there. And now the shapeshifter <laughs> and the shape shifter loves it all. hmm. And not only loves it all, but actually needs it all. Shapeshifters, their superpowers are, they, they have an endless capacity for pleasure. It's actually kind of a big question right now in the erotic blueprint community, where it's like, is a shapeshifter ever fully satisfied? Mm-hmm. Because they can just, they, massive amounts of, of pleasure is available to them. Uh, they tend to make really amazing intuitive lovers because they are fluent in all of the blueprints. Mm-hmm. So no matter what their lover is.
1: They can help, they, they can, can satisfy their needs. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, got it.
2: Absolutely. The shadow to this one is, first of all, they can experience the shadow of all of the blueprints because mm-hmm. they are fluent in all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that they can shape shift. To whatever their lover's yeah, I was thinking primary about blueprint that. is, so it can end up being uh, a lot of people pleasing in the bedroom to the detriment of them not ever feeling fully satisfied.
1: Right. Yeah. So it sounds like your different modalities you work in really, because you you say you help you know recovering people pleasers, and so there's a lot of different modalities you use to be able to help your ideal client. Right. Absolutely. Um, Just one more question about the erotic blueprint, and then we'll move on. Do people have varying degrees to each one? Absolutely. Yeah, so like you could be a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, a little bit of, you know, and not be a shapeshifter, but like varying degrees of, of each of the five categories.
2: Yeah. So if you choose to take the erotic blueprint quiz, you can take a free version, which will tell you your primary but if you're interested in knowing a little bit more about, we call it a stack, mm-hmm. which is basically does just that. It mm-hmm. gives you percentages. You know, this is your top one. This is your. These are your. It lists it out in in uh private. It lists it out in order for you, um, right? You know, most to to least,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: you know, that's, that, that's referred to as a, that's referred to as a stack. So my stack as it is, is I am primarily a shapeshifter, but I'm mm-hmm. also really high in energetic, sensual. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a time that, so, and then kinky and sexual kind of go, those are kind of my least, whatever, mm-hmm. but they're, but they're in there because my top is shapeshifter.
1: shapeshifter yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and there was a time that I had almost zero access to the sexual. And the well, thing I can... about doing this work is that that can absolutely change over time. The sort of limitation that I talk about when in relation to the quiz is that that's a quiz taken with your head. Yeah. And you're basing it on your past experiences where you think you, you're like, where you've experienced pleasure in your past. And it's with your head. Right. And so when you actually make a commitment to kind of do this work, whether it's with a coach or to take the course on your own, is when you put it in the body, because the body doesn't lie. Right. And it's seeing what arises when you actually start putting it in the body.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, Mallory has a great story, and she's going to be on coming out and beyond in the next six months, because we're we've taped a lot, but I understand why like you have sort of changed as you have become more aware of who you are in this world and as identifying as queer. I think that's, uh, you know, I, I have seen that with the women I work with over and over again, as they embrace who they are as human beings, as queer human beings that their capacity for sexual pleasure and um, and also, what they want and desire, and what they can give, absolutely grows and change and shape
2: shifts. <laughs> it really, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, 100%. you know, you know, I, this is just a little aside. Um, a lot of times when, like, I'm like in the later group, like gr- groups of older women and stuff like that, and you know, there's so many women that you know don't like sex, and then they, you know, they go to sex therapists that suggest a gazillion different things. But what drives me crazy is the sex therapist never asks them, do you think you might be attracted to a women or or anything like that? They try to fix it within a very narrow framework of compulsory heterosexuality, and they don't try to expand the framework at all. And, you know, on those pages, sometimes I, I say, could you possibly maybe want to explore that it's, it's beyond having sex with uh, the opposite gender. It may be something different for you and what you're, what you need. Mm-hmm. So tell me what is the biggest success with your business right now? What do you love about it? The freedom. Yeah.
2: The freedom mm-hmm. it creates 100%. Mm-hmm. Because in that freedom, it, it's so interesting. Cause it's like when you really embrace that freedom, all the right people come out that want to work with you Mm -hmm. and that you want to work with. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, it's the freedom piece for me. 100%.
1: And what would you say is the biggest challenge you have right now?
2: I'm fucking over social media. (laughs) (laughs) What? I didn't, I honestly, honey, didn't
1: quite catch that. Something about social media.
2: (laughs) I'm fucking over social media. (laughs) And social Social media media is,
1: yeah, it's very, yeah. It is a, it is a, it's a bit of a beast sometimes and getting your message out there and the mess you had, you have to become incredibly clear on your message with social media yeah. because. The scroll um, is
2: so fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And people to catch people's interest, you have to say something right out of the gate that catches their <laughs> absolute yep. interest. You know, I'm really curious. I just was putting up some stuff for my podcast coming out and beyond. And, um, it's like the the it's from the lesbian couples institute i interviewed the two women that run that and they said the first statement out of the gate is the thing lesbians couples have and i'm like thank goodness she said that because that's gonna stop a lesbian couple person from scrolling you know and listen to the message they're sending yeah so you know, you, it sounds like you've worked with a lot of different people and have found some amazing mentors. What would be the piece of advice you would give to somebody who is thinking about maybe going into coaching? Beyond finding amazing mentors and people to work with,
2: <laughs> yeah. If it brings you pleasure, do it. <laughs> ah, I love that answer. I love if it that you answer. Pleasure, do it, one hundred percent.
0: You know, then and- my.
2: You know, following the, following the threads of pleasure for me has been huge in my business Mm -hmm. because while things might take longer by following that route, I'm building something sustainable in the process.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally get that. You know, there is, you know, as somebody who like, it took me a long time to embrace the term coach because I come from the counseling world, you know, so yeah. I, it took me a long time to do that. And um, what I find is, you know, people who are really qualified and good coaches, it doesn't happen overnight. No. You can't get your first customer and make $25,000 in a week. It, it, those things don't happen, um, you know. And so I think that something good is something that you take your time with mm-hmm. to build and build so that it fits you and our lives and what we have to offer to the world, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Mallory Kirsten, thank you so much for spending this half an hour with me. I really enjoyed our conversation. You taught me a lot of a lot of things about the Erotic Blueprint, and I think I'm going to go and take the quiz afterwards. <laughs>
2: I'll give you the link. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks. We'll, so, how can people find you? And we will include the link for the Erotic Blueprint in the in the show notes.
2: Yeah. So, um, I you know I do want to be um forthcoming Clear. that the, the link, the link to the quiz will put you on the unstuck yourself email list. Mm-hmm. Um, I write all of those emails. So I promise that we won't overload you. <laughs> <laughs> you get maybe three emails a month. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to, it's not going to be overloaded. Um, so it will add you to the unstuck yourself list. Uh, I am Mallory Kirsten, Mallory dot Kirsten dot eight, eight, eight on Facebook. The Joy Goddess on Instagram, The Joy Goddess on TikTok, and I'm active in the Unstuck Yourself group, which is literally facebook.com/group/unstuckyourself over on Facebook. So I hope you come join us. <laughs> Thank you
1: so much, Mallory, for your time today. I really appreciate it, and you taught me a lot.
0: You've been listening to Queer Business Success, the podcast that highlights LGBTQIA plus businesses. New episodes are published regularly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other listening platforms. Wherever you're listening, take a moment to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Are you an entrepreneur who's also queer? Want to share some of your wisdom and experience with the rest of us? We'd love to have you on the show. Just click the link in the show notes to apply to be a guest. Until next time, queer friends and allies. Keep taking care of business.